Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, I know it's pretty late. It's 11.13 and I know I haven't uh, done an episode for a while for a podcast, but uh, I'm feeling better. Uh, I was sick for a little bit, but it seems like whatever I had as far as a bug proceeded. Um, I want to do this video uh, well, not video, but, um, podcast episode about, uh, drugs and spirituality. Um, yes, you know, I believe that God has put certain plants on this earth to interact with our vessels, you know, and, um, it has a spiritual effect. If you've never done drugs, uh, you won't know what I'm talking about. Unless you have went to the hospital and you were in severe pain and they gave you a type of opiate or um, a sedative to make you fall asleep and, and dream. You know, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to um, drugs in the spiritual realm. And honestly, I could do like a couple series on just that because, um, you know, I've experimented a lot with drugs and uh, the mental abilities that it has. yeah, you know, it, it can open up certain abilities. And, um, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know if they'll let this one play, guys. I hope they do because it's worth saying, you know, uh, DMT can make you go to another planet or pop into another dimension. Um, LSD can make you plug into, I want to say, a a universal conscious. Um, Some type of, I don't know, guys, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, And honestly, all we want this is done is we've shot ourselves in the foot with um you know the negativity that we associate drugs with you know because certain people have taken certain substances and it's consumed their lives in a negative way you know i'm not saying that there's not a dark side and and it should always 
uh, have a conscious side to it when you're talking about spirituality. Um, Nothing opens your doors more aside from, you know, the Holy Spirit and God and lining up with Him. Um, Aside from that, you know, drugs, I would say, are probably your number two. And I don't like to use the word drugs because, you know, it carries such a negative, uh, a negative, I don't know, how, how would you put it, um, stereotype, that's what I want to say, uh, it carries a negative stereotype when you say drugs, and in the spiritual realm, it's medicine and it's also a way of opening up um, emotions that have long been locked away and guarded and that's why you really gotta be careful um, when experimenting because uh, one you know obviously I'm not going to say that you should do illegal things, but I'm just saying if you ever come across to do uh, these substances in your lifetime, please make sure that you have loved ones around you that can help you and make sure that you don't hurt yourself or that you don't hurt others or um, that you're in a safe environment. You know, because people have died, people have gotten hurt, Um, you know, people went crazy, that's a real thing, you know, if you take too much of a substance that has these kinds of effects, you can uh, OD and die, and you can um, literally lose your mind. Now, I know that people call me crazy, um... It is true. I have taken uh, the legal amount, which I think that, you know, uh, 10 hits or or more is just ridiculous uh, as far as a measurement to say that if you've taken more than that, then, you know, you've lost your mind because, you know, uh, even though they call me crazy, I don't believe that, you know, I've completely lost my mind. Um, I believe I'm, I'm spiritual. Yes, I do hear voices. That's a real thing. Um, it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen occasionally. And, you know, if, if you're somebody like me who believes in the spiritual and angels and demons and extraterrestrials, you know, um, it's not so crazy. As to others that have just shut off any possibility of any type of communication with, um, you know, anything having to do with God, uh, the dead, um, angels, demons, extraterrestrials. Listen, you can communicate with all sorts of beings, but it doesn't mean that you should 
just because I can touch fire doesn't mean that it's a good idea. And, you know, that's why I caution, you know, um, I've had uh, certain people, um, you know, give me certain labels uh, from being called you know, a sorcerer or a wizard or a shaman, a prophet, you know, I've had the crazy, I've had the positives and the negatives. And, you know, I've heard somebody tell me that, you know, I've been blessed with a gift or, you know, I've been cursed with a demon, you know, or something, um, you know, evil, or, or something's, you know, haunting me, or attached, or whatever, and, you know, I, I chalk that up to people just, um, you know, I, I don't want to completely disregard it, but I think that there are spiritual things that do attach to people that people don't understand, um, I don't feel, uh, they're, there's anything evil attached to me um i feel that there's a strong protection and that it might intimidate or scare people at times and you know i I always count that for my benefit when it comes to uh spiritual matters because you know um my intentions are good and positive and to protect my loved ones Um, as well as myself but you know I'm not trying to cause fear and you know there's there's evil beings out there that thrive and feed off of fear and that's important to mention Um, you know I consider uh, these titles as far as you know the the names of what people call a a spiritual person um you know i i do think that they do carry uh importance because depending on what you want to side with depending on how you personally want to channel your energy and how you perceive yourself and the world around you matters a lot And that's why, like, our culture matters. And that's why, you know, not just that, but, like, us as individuals, you know, as human beings, there are so many avenues that we can decide and choose and pick. You know, with that being said, um... I'm not going to say that I'm this super holy man because I I know that I'm not. You know, I I have obtained some holiness that I walked in in certain uh, parts of my life. But, you know, um, I just say that I'm your average normal person that, you know, apparently isn't so normal because I've definitely experienced what it's like to be considered an outcast and to um, have, you know, certain persecutions fall upon me. But you know what? Uh, If I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, 
uh, that really wouldn't happen, in my opinion, you know, so I guess there's certain blessings there, but um, my biggest fear as far as a spiritual walk is lukewarmness, which you don't want to be, I'd rather be either on fire with the Lord or have nothing to do with the Lord. And, you know, with that being said, I love the Lord, and I know that that's one of my biggest struggles is, you know, I have an occasion to backslide, and um, I always struggle with trying to um, have things my way in a spiritual walk. And I know that God knows that, and I know it's a relationship there because there's certain wants and desires that an individual can have in their spiritual walk that, you know, God wants you to have. You know, He, he wants you to be happy. He wants you to um, have enjoyment out of life. And He knows, you know, what things uh, get you off, so to speak, or what things um, help you and encourage you and, and give you meaning in life. Because let's be honest, guys, if you didn't um, get a meaning out of life, what's the point of waking up? You know, why even go about anything if you have no purpose? You know, I, I just, I don't see it, guys. I don't see the point. If you have no purpose and you feel... Uh, that there's no meaning anymore. You know, uh, some people commit suicide, and I, I believe they 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 really reflect on that, and they feel like it's the end. So they they just they throw in the towel. Now, not everybody that commits suicide does that, but I'm saying that there is a portion out there in the world that feel that way. And they commit suicide. Now, speaking on suicide, you know, um, I'm not one of those people that say that if you commit suicide, um, you're going to hell. I don't see that anywhere in scripture. Um, I've seen so much done with scripture itself. It's sad. To see how churches have contorted it and how they've manipulated things and the people and you know um, I'm glad that I'm feeling better to do uh, you know these these podcasts um, because I feel that these are important things to say and if I can't get them out one way, I'll get them out another. I don't even care anymore. You know what I mean? Just as long as I get the message out there, I've done my part. You know, it doesn't have to be in a church. It doesn't have to be in a gathering. Um, honestly, I don't know if anybody will ever see me step inside a church again. Um, I am the church. The, the friends that I'm close with are a church. I don't really, um, I don't agree with a lot of the churches out there and how they're doing things. And uh, one of the things 
that I want to mention about this is, you know, uh, the biblical true way of doing a church. You're supposed to have a fellowship meal. You're supposed to have elders that run the church. And it's supposed to be a culture and a lifestyle to where instead of just having people come together one day out of the week, you know, they, they lived together. They broke bread together. They made financial decisions together. They literally were a family on a mass scale. And that family, that giant family, took votes as to who would be the spiritual elders. And the elders represented people in the community that were approved by the community itself. And they casted lots and they voted and elected their elders. And, you know, um, I want to say that because if you look at America and how we are supposed to be a republic, our nation itself was designed on the concept of elders. But people forget that and they don't really want to look at it like that in that light because, you know, uh, they, they have this thing called separation between church and state. But if you really look at the history of our nation, most of the old government buildings used to be churches, used to be gatherings of worship, just saying, historically. And, um, you know, the reason why I want to talk about drugs and, and stuff like this is because I believe that it's important to get this information out. And I can actually get this out in a healthy way where I don't have to worry about someone interrupting me or somebody, you know, trying to fight or talk over me or whatever. And, you know, um, it also allows me to get the truth out there and to say my own opinion, thank God. You know, because I'm not trying to demeanor anyone. Demeanor is not the right word. I'm not trying to uh, degrade anyone. There we go. That's the word I want to use. Um, and, you know, back to the whole drug thing. You have to be careful because if you take certain substances and you're going on a spiritual journey or you have a goal in mind to where you want to get a revelation or a revealing you have to be careful because you're opening um, I'm going to call them spiritual doors okay and spiritual windows and, and when you open these portals in your soul in your, into the inner parts of you you're allowing beings to come inside of you whether you know it or not, good ones or, and bad ones, you know, um, they can possess you. Now, whether or not they do, it's very circumstantial depending on what happens and, you know, what you're channeling, what your energies are at the time. 
And yes, possession is a thing, guys. You know, I know that people uh, want to argue. Um, listen, I've been personally two psych wards as a freaking patient, all right? Nobody, first of all, nobody likes to get locked up, especially when um, people are saying that, oh, this person's crazy, so let's lock them up, you know, because when you do that, first of all, who or what has the right to deem anybody to be um, crazy or insane? Like, I could see if you were, like, killing and destroying stuff, and yeah, you know, that... There are people out there like that. But, like, you know, if they're not harming anybody and they're not hurting anyone and they're not, you know, uh, going crazy and destroying stuff. But here's another thing to think about Would they lock up our founding fathers during the revolution period? And call them crazy. They probably would. And if they did that, we probably wouldn't have an America. Something to think about, guys. Because, you know, again, where do we all draw a line or a boundary as to what do we do? Because everything is circumstantial when you look at it. You have to look at all the conditions. You have to look at the environment. Like... You know, yeah, you see somebody flipping out and doing something crazy, but why? What is the reason? What is the, the, the thing that's going on? Because there's a lot of people that you think that are crazy. And once you get to know them and to see how they spiritually perceive things, or you pay attention long enough, you can see certain things and listen and hear certain things even. And, you know, I, I don't know how to explain this to, to someone who is listening that, that doesn't believe this stuff. Um, all I'm asking is for an open mind, you know? And if you wanna, if you wanna stay guarded, hey, that's on you. What does a rambling of a crazy person have anything against anyone for? Because I don't. Unless I do, and then I do, and I'll, I'll tell you. You know? Um, but as far as this goes, this is me talking about, you know, uh, certain things spiritually. Because that's what this podcast is for. Is you know a way of me talking about you know how people can be spiritually affected now uh, do I have a much more open viewpoint on drugs absolutely I do Uh, I think psychedelics are being oppressed by our government has been for years I disagree with it I think that uh, you know our government and communities were terrified of the 60 the 60s movement um 
with free love and what was going on uh, with the communities. You know, um, I think that it came real close during the Vietnam era with the protesting that was going on to um, change our government yet again. And you guys, you guys can see this in the history books. You know, Martin Luther King um, gets assassinated. JFK gets assassinated. You know, we had pillars which were uh, good people in the community. And, you know, I know everybody's got their own opinion about all sorts of stuff. But, you know, when I look at them and I see the, the changes that they were trying to make, which were positive, in my opinion, you know, it's not hard to see that there's an underground that basically murdered them. And they got away with it for the most part, you know. And uh, even with JFK, you know, they, they said they found one guy. Well, what about the triangulation as far as the magic bullet theory, you know? Um, why haven't these records been released to the general public yet? That's another thing, you know, because uh, it's time we should see this stuff. And why are we still at 2020 not able to access certain information which let me just say that what these groups do is they control the knowledge the power and and the money basically power in general Uh, if it has anything to do with ways of controlling the masses they want their hands on it and that's scary because we're, we're living it, guys. If you're listening, we're in it right now. I mean, we've been born in it. Like, this battle has been going on since before we got here, guys. It's just, what is our generation going to do about it? What are we as a people group going to do about everything? And... You know, when it comes to uh, certain drug drugs like, uh, you know, marijuana. Marijuana is proven to have positive effects. You know, uh, it, it is a cancer preventative. It helps cure seizures. It does a lot of good things. And the reason why it is illegal for the most part is because way back when... When marijuana was getting into uh, the production industry, because cannabis has a ton of uses from rope to you can make houses out of it to literally like there's so many uses for cannabis for the medical field, for um, paper. I mean, you name it. And we shut it down. Not we. You know, because I wasn't a part of that. It happened before I was born. But um, America, pretty much the the government gangsters. Um, and, you know, I mean, hey, listen, I, I'm a patriot and I believe in America. But let's not act like it's not a gang, okay? Or a mob for that matter. It's been the mob for 
hundreds and hundreds of years, guys. Come on, whenever you have somebody show up, they'd be like, listen, we didn't do anything, but because we are us, you gotta pay us. And it's just the way it is. And if you don't pay us, well, we're gonna shut you down. Or we're gonna lock you up. Or we might kill you. That is extortion. And every government has its own way of extorting the people, guys. I mean, that's the, the whole government, you know, is, is basically allowing someone to have control over you. And, you know, why? I'm not saying that government's a bad thing, you know. Uh, the Bible that I read and believe in says that, you know, we're supposed to pay attention and listen and obey our government. But the government that the Bible sets up is not the government of, you know, nations, but the government of the church and elders. And, you know, let me just ask this question. And I I was talking to my friend and, you know, I told him the same thing. When is the last time the church got together as a whole? And decided that they were going to vote on the elders. And that the elders were going to have the spiritual say-so to govern the church after they got elected by the church members. Not the pastor, the elders. Think about it, guys. Because, you know, um, I know what the word says about what the true church is supposed to be. And, you know, a lot of these churches now are pretty much concerts and, you know, they're they're gatherings of believers and they're places of worship. I'm not knocking that, you know. But when you start calling it a church, especially a Christian church, There is scriptural things that should be there that if you're listening to this and you probably don't go to church either, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Somewhere down the line, it turned more into a corporation. It turned more into about money and politics and cliques than it did about the spiritual truth worshiping God and holy love and doing and following his ancient texts the best way we know how and listen I'm not saying that you know uh, there's Bibles out there that are straight up telling lies but there are Bibles out there that are contorting and twisting scriptures and you know there might even be some out there that uh, people are promoting that are telling lies now I'm not saying that they're with our Bibles as far as you know uh, holy text because I don't want to like scare anybody away from reading their Bibles but I'm just saying that 
if you're gonna look at the text, then, you know, get a literal translation and, you know, really read the Greek, the Hebrew, and the Aramaic and, and look and see, you know, what the literal translations are. And, you know, we have pretty good translations out there. Not saying we don't. But we've got some really sucky translations and we got some straight up bad ones. And uh, the reason why I, I'm, you know, carrying a little bit longer than the 30 minutes is because, you know, talking about drugs and, and what's going on in this world and my spiritual walk, it, it's simple, guys. Drugs aren't bad like they've taught us for so many years. It's how you use them. It's just like anything else on this planet. You know, you can be addicted to cheeseburgers. You could be addicted to coffee. You could be addicted to uh, sex. You could be addicted to anything. It's not just drugs. But the reason why the government and these establishments really hammer down on drugs is because of its addictive properties and how it can literally control people. And it's the power of control that they chase after. If everybody stopped doing drugs, like right now around the world, and everybody started... Um, using electronics and being addicted to electronics then sooner or later they would find a way to extort that and to control that think about it wherever the power is that's where they want the control and it's sad because we have the ability to be free and to control and govern ourselves know um and as long as this continues to go on as long as uh people don't see the truth and and continue to blame it on you know any one thing it's a multiplicity of things guys life has many problems and no they all can't get fixed unfortunately you just have to live with it but there are things that we can fix and if we can we should and we can change them if you believe we can and you actually act on it either by getting information out there or by actively changing something for the positive, you know? So, some people call it drugs, I call it medicine. You know, uh, just be careful when you open up your spiritual portals, guys. And I'm, I'm going to call them portals because that's, that's what they are. They're, they're gates and windows to your vessel, which is the body. And your soul and spirit are there. And yes, you know, the Bible says to have a sober mind. 
that's one of the reasons of guarding uh, your, yourself and your, your consciousness and your soul and your spirit so that it doesn't get possessed, so that you don't lose your way and get entirely insane or crazy to the point where you know you you can't have a conscious thought and convey a message you know but let me just say this there are people that i believe that have so much knowledge and so much revelation that i believe the beings that they communicated with or the revelation and dream and vision that they saw carried so much weight that it couldn't make it back to this realm. So they got stuck on a loop. You know, if we were living in ancient times, I would say, you know, uh, the gods would prevent him from speaking the message. Or uh, God would prevent whoever he or she to translate the message because it just was too important or had too much of a revelation and those people literally unfortunately we can't communicate with them they just say the same thing over and over again and it could be something simple it could be you know a a milkshake or a cup or whatever it is, but they see it in a spiritual understanding in a way that we will never know, never fathom. And I'm talking about people that are super autistic, people that are, um, you know, they're they're just different. and uh, you know thanks guys I'm gonna try and keep this at least 40 minutes long so um, but yeah you know if if you're gonna do drugs um, please be safe be careful find uh, a babysitter find you know uh, loved ones that can keep you guarded and safe um, you know, and, and just remember that it opens up your spiritual channels, and if you're not careful, it can hurt you and harm you. So, with that being said, um, there's plenty of mantras out there There, there's a lot of things that people do Um, I recommend calling on the name of the Emmanuel if you are 
ever in need on a spiritual trip or uh, just repeat you know um, the Emmanuel is the only begotten son of the living God and that will help ground you at least on my spiritual uh, journeys I can speak from experience I've literally went to uh, other dimension um, dimensions really but one specific that I will always remember for the rest of my life um, and calling on the name of God the Emmanuel uh, I believe help me get back I think there are people that go to the spiritual side and unfortunately because they don't have any uh, grounding mantra or um, you know uh, root they don't find it back and they lose their mind they don't come back they are truly in that um, atmosphere of, of not being to communicate anymore but just the knowing and um, anyways guys I'll do some more uh, about this later um, it's now 11.54 so technically you know I was able to get that in on the day and uh, you know I'm back and much love God bless take care thanks for listening